Hello, and welcome to the Major League Nutrition Podcast with our first Operation Nutrition segment. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am your host, Nicole Chouinard. As you know, I'm a registered dietitian working on teaching listeners the truth about nutrition, and I'm joining you today with one of my amazing interns from the very well-known Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center in Boston, Massachusetts, and her name is Madison McFarland. So in this episode, Madison and I will be debunking some of the most frequently asked questions we have been asked as nutrition experts, because guess what? The internet has any answer you want it to have, but that doesn't mean it's accurate. On this show, we separate fact from fad and offer you the knowledge you need to not only perform well, but live well, and use the information you hear on this show as soon as you need it. Hello, and thank you so much for welcoming me onto your podcast. I am so excited to be here. Um, Like Nicole mentioned, we have been gathering tons of insight from colleagues, patients, family, and friends, and concluded that some of the hottest topics in nutrition, and sports nutrition in particular, are questions about supplements, metabolism, and the metabolic window, um, and specific diets like intermittent fasting and keto. Since these are all such complex topics, on this episode, we are going to hone in on supplement safety and pre-workouts in particular today, so stay tuned for more answers on metabolism, diets, and more in coming episodes. All right. Thanks, Madison. So Madison has done a tremendous amount of research to help with this episode and future episodes, but we're going to start off today with the supplement industry which is an unregulated market. Many people have even heard it compared to the Wild West. In fact, most people have no idea or don't remember that when Ronald Reagan was elected president in 1981, the Senate became Republican controlled for the first time in decades. You're probably wondering why I'm bringing up Ronald Reagan in um, an episode about nutrition and supplements but there the law has a lot to do with our health today nutrition and medicine and we really need to dig deep and understand why we have to go back to 1981 and and sometimes before then so senator orrin hatch from utah in the 80s was then appointed chairman of what is now known as the Health Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee. This group has oversight over the FDA, the CDC, and the NIH. I know you all know what I'm talking about because during this pandemic, we've heard those names a billion times. Um, The problem is, is that Senator Orrin Hatch created this kind of loophole in the law and in 1994 ended up deregulating supplements which if you were around then you can remember we didn't have all these crazy supplements in the 90s and before that or the early 90s Um, we have them now because they're running amok like the wild wild west Um, senator hatch also worked closely with the dietary supplement industry the multi-billion dollar industry specializing in 
vitamins, minerals, herbs, and other quote-unquote natural health products is concentrated in his home state of Utah. So as the industry grew, there was a debate over how to regulate it. Should it be more like food or like drugs? And in 1994, as I mentioned, Senator Hatch sponsored the Dietary Supplement Health and Education Act, known as DSHEA, another fun acronym, which treats supplements more like food. Some legislators and consumer advocacy groups wanted vitamins and other supplements to go through a tight approval process, which I would agree with. Um, But so that would be similar to the FDA, which has a tight approval process for pharmaceutical drugs. But the DSHEA, the Dietary Supplement Health and Education Act, reigned in the FDA determining that supplements do not have to meet the same safety and efficacy standards as prescription drugs. So this change in legislation regulation has led to endless confusion about whether supplements actually are what they claim to be and and concerns about how they interact with other medications you or patients may be taking Uh, Most people are taking a supplement of some sort, so this has become extremely confusing. Um, There's billions of dollars at stake in this industry, and without FDA regulation, it's basically a free-for-all. It's chaotic. It's a mess. Um, So according to Informed Sport, as many as 1 in 10 supplements can be contaminated with ingredients prohibited in sports this is where my athletes and military people need to really pay attention Um, so those ingredients can whether you know it or not include steroids stimulants hormones and other unsafe and unexpected compounds or maybe called sometimes they're called proprietary blends so we really need to i mean if we could get them regulated again, because the FDA is just so confused about, not confused, they know what to do, they just don't have the capacity to do it. Um, so, Madison, this is ridiculous. What do you have to say about this? I couldn't agree more. Um, all I have to say is, wow, that is shocking. Um, I always wondered why there were no regulations on these items and why I was hearing that there could be dangerous and harmful and banned substances in these things that we could just grab off the internet or at our local GNC. Um, So now I understand why. (laughs) And it's, it is a shame, but I bet they had no idea that it was going to evolve into what it has today. Um, But luckily, We do have some third-party organizations to depend on when we are asking those questions about purity, potency, safety, and the effectiveness of supplements. Um, So when a product is third-party tested, it means the company has paid an independent and unbiased organization to test their product. These organizations verify that the products being tested don't contain unsafe levels of contaminants, prohibited substances, or masking agents. 
They can also assure that the ingredients listed on the label match what is actually in the product, which you would expect to be inherent and guaranteed, but unfortunately it is not. These third-party testing companies won't offer their badge to a business who is not registered as a good manufacturing practices facility. So you will see that on the label as a GMP facility. So that's always something that's great to look for. A couple of those great third-party testing companies include the National Sanitation Foundation, or NSF, as well as Informed Sport, which we mentioned before, the Banned Substances Control Group, or BSCG, as well as USP and Consumer Lab. So you can Google any of these names and their websites will pop right up. You can search in their websites for supplements by name that you're curious about to see if they are certified as safe. NSF International's Certified for Sport program even has an app that you can download for quick and easy information right right on your handheld device or your cell phone. This resource, um, the NSF resource, is widely recommended from organizations like the United States Anti-Doping Agency and the International Body of National Anti-Doping Organizations to the NFL, Major League Baseball, Ironman, NASCAR, the NHL, and so on. Right. There's so many regulations that have to keep our our athletes safe is so important. And, you know, it's also important to note that just because one product within a well-known company that medical professionals know and recommend is known to be third-party tested, it doesn't mean that all of their products are safe. It doesn't mean that all of their products are third-party tested. So if this sounds like a lot of research to do, Imagine what dietitians have to deal with every day because, and the people who work at the FDA because this isn't regulated, because supplements are not regulated. Okay, Madison has some more great info about dating red flags, like if he lives in his parents' garage or only has baking soda and pizza in the fridge or turns his phone or off and and does it it doesn't work tuesday through thursday i'm totally kidding (laughs) we're not talking about dating red flags that's a whole other topic and we are not experts this is going to be about supplement red flags um i just had to make sure you're all paying attention please don't write us about dating (laughs) i definitely lost you for a second there but might consider myself an expert at this point (laughs) we all are at this point if we made it through the dietetic internship you know we all we all have to learn and we're all experts and um (laughs) just kidding everyone (laughs) Um, dietitians like to make jokes too. I oh, think funny. I'm funny sometimes. <laughs> we think we're funny. We think we're funny. Um, but Madison's actually going to talk to you more about <laughs> supplement red flags. So back to you, Madison. Yes. All right. So it is so important to discuss these red flags so that you know what you're looking for when you're out shopping and you can make informed decisions. 
Uh, so for some inspiration, I searched for pre-workouts just right on Amazon.com and checked out the first few to pop up. Beyond Raw's lit pre-workout claims to be clinically dosed. Redcon's Total War pre-workout makes claims of unstoppable power, increased endurance, a clinical dosage that hits hard every time, laser-like focus, and extreme energy. And lastly, and in my opinion, the most entertaining, a result for Insane Lab's psychotic gold high-stimulant pre-workout appeared. I can't even handle these names. (laughs) It's a lot. It's kind of terrifying. I feel like there's just these guys in a room going, what's the most ridiculous name we can come up with? Right? Like, how do you want to feel when you're working out? Absolutely psychotic. Love it. Definitely. That sounds like a solution to my problem. Sorry to to interrupt. I just couldn't contain myself there. It's pretty yeah. absurd, at least in my opinion. <laughs> but even, great. even more entertaining, this product said that it would give you extreme lasting energy, high octane focus, pumps, and great vascularity, as well as enhanced cognitive function. And it's in, approved by Mad Chemist, whoever that might be. Um, oh, I know him. Just kidding. Okay, what what does right. that mean? <laughs> It means nothing. It literally means nothing. His signature or her, their signature is listed on the label as if that offers some credibility, um, which I don't believe it does. And the product also claims to be made in the USA. It doesn't say how much caffeine each serving offers in this $44 bottle, but it does tell you that there's 4,234 milligrams of psychotic gold blend per serving. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to need a case of that if <laughs> yeah. there's that much psychotic gold that's blend lot, per serving. Psycho. That's a lot of money for psychotic gold blend. Right. For something that you have no idea what it contains, which is honestly a great place to start. Um, so first of all, although we all truly want to support USA made products, it's a shaky claim. Companies can be importing their ingredients from other countries with loose regulations and then combining the ingredients in the USA to then claim that the product was made here. Similarly to this, um, products can be labeled herbal or all natural which doesn't mean that they're actually safe. For instance, cyanide is all natural and it's certainly not safe. That's my favorite example because it it comes from many vegetables that need to be just cooked a little bit more in order to not contain that cyanide, but it's totally natural and totally deadly. These Exactly, just like cocaine and heroin. Exactly. The the marketing is is amazing here. Um, I didn't know you were going to bring up cyanide. That's a great point. (laughs) I'm glad you put that in there. Great. Thank you. Thank you. So these these herbal and all natural ingredients can also be synthetic or man-made. But the argument is that the ingredient was isolated from an herb and that therefore it is technically all natural, which in a sense, I guess, could be justified. So you will realize that there is tons of manipulation in the claims that we're going to find on all of these labels, or most of these labels, I shouldn't say all. So a lack 
I don't know about you, Madison, but I don't like to be manipulated. I, I don't at all. I'm always, I've always got my eye open for that. Always looking for the red flags. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you gotta be. You have to be in this field. Absolutely. They're everywhere. They're coming at you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, Again, with these red flags, the lack of reliability of the ingredients label should obviously be a concern to everybody, especially because products that claim to be energizers could contain these research chemicals, research chemicals, excuse me, or high levels of caffeine or stimulants, which can be dangerous and subject athletes to disqualification due to failed drug tests. And when we move on to products that claim to be muscle builders, we're then risking the contamination of anabolic agents, which are essentially man-made testosterone, which no is not a good thing, other hormones and aromatase inhibitors, which decrease the production of estrogen, as well as other unapproved research chemicals. Wow. Madison, that's really good to know. That's a long list. What are some, there's always more though. What are some other red flags that even doctors might not even realize are false claims? Yeah, I could go on for days. So you will see a lot of scientific jargon and claims like clinically proven or pharmaceutical grade, but these claims are not supported and have absolutely no backbone, no evidence to them. Even um, we talked about how important third-party testing is. Some labels can even say they're third-party tested, but without that actual seal of certification from the third-party tester, that claim doesn't mean anything. Hold on, Madison. People are such tricksters out there. This is absolutely insane. Don't tell me there's more. Oh, but there's more. Something else that's popping up even more and more frequently as social media becomes bigger and bigger is the influencers as well as even actual licensed professionals who are promoting products for their own monetary gain which really stinks but they will tell you how incredible a product is and proceed by giving you their promo code which is a huge red flag to look out for if their name is in that promo code This is a very dangerous trend, especially coming from people like doctors and celebrities who appear to be trustworthy figures, but might not have any background or knowledge in supplementation or the actual products that they're promoting. Typically, they aren't doing it because they believe in the effects of the product or they even use the product. Even if they claim to, they're often just doing it because they're making a good amount of money from the endorsement of the product. And... Honing in on pre-workout in particular, the question remains, do we recommend it? And if so, who do we recommend it for? Well, the long and short of it is no, we do not recommend it, and it's not good for anybody. Pre-workout supplements can be extremely pricey, as we mentioned before, that $44 psychotic (laughs) pre-workout they can contain some... Maybe they'll have a discount soon. <laughs> yeah. I hope that... No, this... I still I won't get it. <laughs> so, so they can definitely contain some shady ingredients, like we mentioned, uh, over 4,000 milligrams of 
psycho ingredient and some energy supplements can contain nearly an entire day's worth of caffeine in one serving the daily recommended intake for caffeine which was identified by the fda is 400 milligrams which has actually gone up over the years but still that equates to a little over four cups of coffee and there are two main side effects from way too much caffeine in one serving like you would be getting from those pre-workouts and those are caffeine addiction and caffeine overdose because after all caffeine is a drug we can't forget that there are symptoms of withdrawal and that it can be addictive and if you have ever experienced caffeine withdrawal you know that it sucks it's like a bad hangover but worse it can be accompanied by headaches fatigue Difficulty concentrating, anxiety, and depressed moods, even tremors, which tremors are one of the less common side effects, but they're still a side effect. And caffeine overdose, on the other hand, is identified by vomiting, rapid breathing, shock, and death, which are four very undesirable things. Uh, yeah, yikes. <laughs> no, thank you. Right? And by the way, listeners... I do have an amazing sleep physician friend, yes, that's a thing, who is a caffeine expert because she does sleep studies all the time, Um, and I get my sleep tips from her, just as a side note, so even, you know, even certain professionals don't know everything that other professionals know, and it's always good to back off on the caffeine she would say, but not necessarily cold turkey, you might cause more problems. So keep that in mind. Reach out to a specialist if you are having issues with caffeine. Okay, back to you, Madison. (laughs) What do we do if we don't feel like we have enough energy for a workout? Sure. So definitely thank you for adding that about sleep. It's always important to find an expert on whatever you have questions about or whatever the issues are that you're having. But back to energy. So sometimes we just feel like we have really low energy. So how are we supposed to work out when we're feeling so groggy and slow? So let's backtrack a little bit to how caffeine actually works. So it does not work by giving you energy, but it works by blocking the chemicals in your body from telling you that you're feeling sleepy. So it's kind of it's it's kind of deceptive. So of course, lack of sleep might be causing sleepiness. Sleep is a hygiene, and just as you prioritize brushing your teeth and showering, it's important to prioritize at least eight hours of sleep each night. But next, and where we come in, is you need to fuel yourself. You wouldn't try to run your car without gas, and even if you did, you wouldn't go anywhere. Our bodies are no different. So when we fuel our bodies with food, or we, excuse me, we fuel our bodies with food. So without a nourishing diet, we are slow and sluggish and our performance suffers. So I definitely encourage you to check out our latest Instagram post at Major League Nutrition for suggestions on meals and meal timing or reaching out for personalized nutrition coaching And lastly, if you're still feeling like you need an extra boost and you're a well-trained athlete, it's likely that you need some electrolytes. So take some 
So get going, get moving, have a little bit of Gatorade or a sports drink, and it should offer the kick that you need without any of the negative side effects attached. Love it, Madison. You really went above and beyond for this supplement red flags <laughs> breakdown. Thank I you. know some of you were hoping for some dating tips in there. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's not our specialty. Fueling is, though. So ladies and the fellas out there listening are going to be checking their partners and spouses cabinets for false safety claims right after they finish listening or they're they probably already did it they probably hit pause Um, because there's so many out there if you do send the send them our way Um, if you're totally shocked about what you just heard and you want to know more or you want to know more about other nutrition topics you can and should send questions and maybe pictures of supplements that you're unsure about and we will answer these on the next edition of operation nutrition um so send any questions to admin at majorleagueNutrition.com. so admin like administrator at majorleagueNutrition.com, or dm us on instagram at majorleagueNutrition. And for more information, you can always head straight over to MajorLeagueNutrition.com and up your game today. Thank you for listening. Always analyze your labels and have happy, healthy holidays, everybody. (laughs) Bye-bye.